listeners. Welcome to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I am your co-blost, Meg Hayes. I'm Meg T. And I'm Kate Elston. Oh my God, Meg T. Why do I do that? Because it's your name. Meg T. Oh, call me that. All right. We do, we do all the time. All the time. Okay. Although you call me Mego, which I love. I do call you Mego. Thanks. You're anyway. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Um, this is a reunion of sorts. Yeah. Um, Kate and Meg left me. Um, <laughs> left me in this this sad shell of a country. Um, for <laughs> it was bleak. We were it was on. a pasture. It was a bleak week. Yeah. It was very rough yeah. to be in America. Yeah. These last couple of weeks. So, cause, yeah, Meg Tro was in Berlin. Correct. I was in Thailand for work both of us mm-hmm. and in that week we missed the death of Kobe Bryant yep. the Iowa caucuses yep. the state of the union yep. there was something else too impeachment oh, super bowl yeah, impeachment. impeachment i i literally was gone for like the falling of the for country america <laughs> um it was great for me yeah. i don't know it was That's nice to be nice. removed from it. Europe's great. I'm still <laughs> recovering. <laughs> yeah. So we're back. We've already spent an hour and a half catching up. Yeah. But yes. we haven't talked about our periods. That's right. No. So we're going to get right into our segment that we only get to do a few times a year called mm-hmm. Where You Bled. Yeah. What? 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 Where you bled? What? 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 Where you bled? What? 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 Where you bled? Where you bled? I was in Chiang Mai, Thailand. <laughs> um, I was there for work. We're um, I work for AJ Plus, which is a digital offshoot of Al Jazeera, and we're starting an, uh, a new travel show about how to travel ethically around the world in the age of social media um, and influencers. So we went to Thailand uh, and. I knew I was going to get my period. Mm. Um, so I brought my menstrual cup, my diva cup, which again saved the day. Um, I only bled for two days. It was great. However, um, I was a little concerned that, you know, the wa- you can't drink the water in Thailand and you, you should be careful about even brushing your teeth with the water. Mm. I was like, what about rinsing out a menstrual cup and then putting it back in your vagina? Uh. So, because usually I take out my menstrual cup at the end of the day in the shower. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and by the way, again, diva cup, menstrual cups while you're on your feet all day working in like elephant farms. <laughs> it was so choice yeah, to have a menstrual I cup bet. and nice. not dirty fingers and tampons and pads. Anyway, yeah. and I'm in the shower and I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> am I allowed to just rinse this off or am I going to get typhoid in my vagina if I put <laughs> it back right. up? So, so far, so good. Okay. Um, I did wipe it with like my disinfectant wipes instead uh-huh, of uh-huh. rinsing it out. So nice. Uh, I should go. I should go ahead and boil that as soon as this podcast is, <laughs> taping is done because it's probably really gross. Um, okay. But yeah, it was it was good. Love my menstrual cup. Chapter nice. chapter ten of why I love my <laughs> menstrual cup. Um, I bled in Berlin, Germany. Uh, I knew it was going to happen. I was prepared. I brought all the menstrual products. I had my uh, flex disposable discs um i had a a favorite pair of thinks um and uh also tampons my lola tampons um so i was prepared and i had exactly what i needed for the period i had um but because i think my body is truly impressive at making sure that the heaviest day is is the at the most inconvenient it just knows when i yeah. should not be bleeding profusely and that's when it does it 
And so it was an all hands meeting for my company. We all converge and meet. And on Tuesday was the day where we met nonstop all day, nonstop talking, walking around, sitting, but nonstop people, barely any bathroom breaks. Oh, God. It sounds like teaching. I mean, it probably was. <laughs> um, us spoiled tech workers were like, it's just so much work. I know. Um, the other day I went to the bathroom at like 530 and I was like, that's the first time that's happened all day. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, so I wore my things that day because I was like, you know, it's probably going to be a whole rigmarole. And I actually wore a tampon that day, too, because I was like, make it last. Um, but while the thinks were great, I was like nervous and we were in a hotel that was kind of warm. So I was sweating a little bit mm. and like also holding in all that moisture down mm-hmm. there. I definitely got a little chafy. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so by the end of the day, I was very uncomfortable. And then yeah. that night, I just like laid a towel down, a white, white towel down on that white Smart. bed and just like aired out for like a solid hour. Nice. And yeah. it was, oh, love it. I'm picturing that right now and, I'm, and I'm smiling at yeah. that picture. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Other people would be I think horrified. a lot of people feel you on that one. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just got to air out. Um, but yeah, but other than that, you know, it was like a classic period and... Um, and Berlin has my menstrual blood now. Wow. Um, I was half thinking that my period wouldn't come because I've been feeling stressed and ha- the the news that Kate, all of the news that Kate said, <laughs> all caused me stress for different reasons. Yeah. Um. So my period only lasted like two days. It was oh, wow. really really fast. Um. And the only thing of um of note was that I was in a yoga class and we were doing like some sort of weird fire breathing thing where you have your legs out next to you and you keep going up and down and I was like did I are my is my tampon just loose in my pants right now (laughs) I had to do that thing where you like check your tampon by just like going back on your butt and just like Touching your vagina hole. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I just did that real quick and I was like, a it's somehow feel, still in there. Like everyone knows that feeling where you just go, it's there. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> I also forgot to tell you when I was in Thailand. Uh, are you, sorry, are you done? Yeah. That's um, it. When I was in Thailand, uh, we went to a couple of elephant farms. One of our, our pieces is on elephant tourism. And uh, we talked to a bunch of vets and a bunch of like experts, Thai experts in this area. And one of the vets was telling me, so, okay, so most of the people that are elephant caretakers, they're an ethnic minority called the Karin in Thailand. So one of our interviews is with this really awesome Karin man who's been with his elephant like his whole life. Mm. And it's the sweetest interview. And uh, But one of the vets was telling us that uh, in the olden days, Karin women were not allowed to ride elephants on their period. What? Yeah. Oh which is something. So gosh. I've been reading in this other book, which I'll share at some point because I think it's going to be involved in some research I'm doing later. Um, every culture in the whole world for thousands of years has had some sort of like women can't touch like yeah. the wine you talked about yeah, Meg in one right. of your episodes or um can't touch flowers or whatever and, mm-hmm. and like it's just every culture has had something so the mm-hmm. fact that like I don't know I heard this news and I just like burst out laughing and my co-producers were just like oh, okay she's she's, she's writing that podcast. down for her podcast yeah. Yeah, there she goes she's <laughs> yep, she's writing it in all caps in her notes app yep so I love 
I love that. I love that <laughs> that the shame of of periods transcends everywhere. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Anyway. Cool. Um I have a quick little update gyno update Ooh. Ooh. Wait, um, let's make up a quick song for this. Okay. Well, yeah what is our update gyno. um hold on hold on is there a song with i know 30 minutes later wait is there a song that's like i know 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 i'm gonna leave the young thing alone okay so gyno 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 it's harder to say gyno 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 yeah i'm gonna tell you about my gyno no Ain't no blood for me to show. Ooh, okay. Thank Wait, you. we are just shitting on hard men's work. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Withers, uh, we're big fans we're of your bleeding work. all over your <laughs> your legacy. <laughs> so, um, I'm officially with a different healthcare provider, um, and I had my very first gyno appointment with my very brand new gyno um everything about it was better like that's great and like i'm again i've had bad experiences with kaiser i'm sure so many people have good experiences so don't want to say everyone should like pack up and move um but after many bad experiences for me i'm really glad that i had the opportunity to switch um one of the main things that stuck out uh i was brought into the room um a nurse kind of checked me in, asked a few questions, and then she left. And uh, there wasn't any instruction for me to put on a paper vest open in the front or the paper um, sheath of shame <laughs> over my <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, I, I, w- I just got to sit in my clothes and wait for the guy to come in. She came in. We had like a 20-minute conversation, you know, where we talked about pregnancy stuff I you know we I told her all about the ectopic pregnancy and then um you know about why I was there just to get a pap smear and get to know her and like all my questions I got to ask her I told her my irrational fear about how I thought maybe the IUD kind of fucked up my uterus or fallopian tube she's like probably unlikely it wouldn't have affected your fallopian tubes okay. and I'm like cool to know cool to know but we are going to do like a bunch of tests Yay. to see what's up with my business um and then after all that, she's like, okay, so next up, pelvic exam. Um, just put on this cloth sheet over your your lower half. And I was mm-hmm. like, I get to keep on my top clothes? She's like, yeah. And I was like, this is incredible. Wow. This is luxurious. Did she still do a breast exam? She didn't do a breast exam. Oh. So I don't know what they do with the breast exam, but it might just be that sheet because it was a very nice, soft white sheet mm. that probably would have right. covered don't throw it in our face <laughs> i have to schedule my hb follow-up uh, yeah fun yeah i'm fun, really fun. looking forward to it <laughs> wait the real question though maggie is did you plug the podcast you know i didn't because wow. it was like our first time wow. you know like i just met her wow i didn't want to be like, i did aggressive. i did my first time <laughs> Next time, I'm going to see her a bunch of times, and I think the I'm next. Just, like, I just, month I or just two, think so. it also gives you clout. That's true. She could. Uh, I mean, oh, because then what's cool um, is the thing is, I came home from Berlin super sick, and I knew I was ovulating, but I was just like, "Don't touch me." Mm-hmm. Um, well, I didn't know I was ovulating according to the to the app I mm-hmm. was. So then I had that um, Pap smear, and when she like checked me out, she's like, "Okay," and I found your cervix and a lot of discharge, and I was like. <gasps> 
Okay. Well, you're ovulating. So sounds like maybe I'm ovulating. She's like, looks like your app is right. And I'm like, well, Ooh. that's really comforting Yay, to know. Nice. That's good. At least this time. Also, I think I'm doing a better job of tracking my period because I never used to count spotting as my first day of my period. Oh. oh. Interesting. You just got to. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Even though someone told me spotting isn't your period. But anyways. Who was that? Was that someone, Kevin? <laughs> it was a man on the street. <laughs> um, I'm really, Kevin did. Wait, you. Kevin. Was this Kevin the cervix that, episode? No, the IUD or? that everyone in China uses IUDs. Oh, yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> Kevin told me the majority of the world use IUDs. So check oh it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm really happy that you got to talk to a guy now. That's gyno, great. Oh, wait. We don't have a listener phone call song yet. I'm going to work on this. Okay. I mean, good point. No, we had ring, ding, ding, ding. Those are blisters. Or it was a hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. I don't know what you're talking about. Those were perfect. What's the story with your holy? What's the tale with your tail? Okay. Here is a phone call we got. Hey, vicious cycle ladies. Just finished the newest episode. Everything is fine. Everything, like, really is fine. That has got to be the best, like, hundred minutes in my ears that I've had in quite a while. But the part that made me laugh so hard I almost drove off the road was the ASMR section where Meg opened the pad and the pad flying wings. I mean, First off, just hilarious, and it did amazing tingly things to my head. But also, it made me laugh because I've always been the opposite and tried to open pads and tampons as quietly as possible so that people who are in the other school have no idea that you're on your period at the same time. And it just, it was just a little too funny. But I'm curious if other people do that, too, if you ever just go into the stall and you're like, maybe I can open this tampon without a wrinkle and nobody will hear it at all and then you open up the little like receptacle container and you put it down very very quietly because you don't want anyone to know that you're on your period so true so true so true true. i don't do it now because of this podcast that's the one the one thing because i'll still hide my product when i walk to the bathroom but when i'm in the bathroom i'm like Slap boing, like I yeah. make What's all the slapping on um, the receptacle. Oh, I was Slap like boing. your labia, and then I oh. high five that receptacle. Slap. Boing, wow. um, boing. Meg, Meg goes to the bathroom in a cartoon <laughs> stall. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's a Donald Duck era Looney Tunes stall. Um, no, that's so true. And actually, I, as I got this phone call and I heard it back, I was reminded of like one of my first ever like bits, like my comedy bits in seventh or eighth grade. Sure. Um, so I. Uh, my sister was is four years older than me and she played on the high school uh, varsity soccer team. And so I would go to all the games with my parents and there were two other girls in my grade that also had sisters that played on the team and they were like my cool, popular classmates. So cool. the three of us would hang out and I'd be like, Kate, you got to play it cool. Like you're new to this school. Like you got to like win these girls over. And I did a bit to them about how isn't it true that when you're in the bathroom and you're opening your pad, you like cough a lot and you go <coughs> while you're opening your pad and they laughed so oh hard. God. And I was like, so I saw my future. What simpletons. <laughs> I saw my future and I was like, one day I will make the world laugh with you're my like, period. This joke. feels really good. But I think that day I got a little bit pop- more popular. Nice. Oh my God. That's epic. I mean, the amount of time, like I went to an all girl school. Mm-hmm. Everyone was on their period all the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the amount of time and energy I've wasted, like 
trying to tear a tampon at the perforated edges. Just like tick, tick, <laughs> tick, tick. Or wait till someone like flushes yeah. and then just like do yeah. all your business at yes. once. So silly. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for that caller. Great. Thanks, caller. Hi, ladies. Uh, this is Sam calling from Canada. Um, and I'm calling in with a story. Uh, this morning, I was in the shower trying to get my diva cup out, but I have a really narrow canal and um, really strong Kegel muscles, so sometimes uh, it has the opposite effect. Instead of pushing it down, I accidentally like pull it up inside me, um, and I couldn't reach, so my beloved wife had to uh, <laughs> help me by uh, fishing it out, and it just was like... <laughs> one of those things that no one else I know would really appreciate except for you. Um, it, you know, it was awkward. It was messy. But we kept saying, in sickness and in health, and sickness and in health to each other. Um, and she's great. So, you know, sometimes you just need an extra set of hands. Thanks for all you do. And keep calm and bleed everywhere. That Yay. is amazing. In sickness and in health. In sickness and in health. <laughs> That's perfect. We do appreciate that phone call. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't ever think that we don't for a minute. Also, we appreciate your wife. Yeah. That's a good wife. That's a good that's a good fellow bleeder for Yes. In your life. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> and also, Sam was one of the recipients of a care package that they got when we mailed them from a an Instagram giveaway giveaway so yeah. if you're not following us on instagram follow us because you could be like sam and you could win some prizes you yes. get some pretty sweet swag all right last phone call hi this is cycle this is christina i am a big fan of the podcast for starters i just listened to your most recent episode about iud's i'm a new iud user it's been almost a week my boyfriend came with me because he's an angel and it's funny because my gynecologist is totally like super feminist woman yeah she was like I think it's funny when women you know bring or whoever bring their boyfriends in or significant others to get an IUD she's like women are just so strong on their own like you don't even need him here and like made me laugh really hard because I was like you're right but also I'm like Dan get over here and hold my hand (laughs) (laughs) I love that I love that because also we've heard Molly Sanchez tell the story about how she brought her boyfriend in and he wooed her kind of (laughs) (laughs) but I love that other side of it it's like you don't need him yeah but maybe we also do so. I love that. I mean, she's just like, what's this tub of lard doing here? Get him out of here. <laughs> it's a sack of bones. <laughs> I mean, if you have a partner who's going to give you emotional support that you want, you know, yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Partners are there to hold your hand at the gyno and take out your menstrual cup in the shower. That's like, right. This is why yeah. we yeah. get married people. But yeah. also. That's why I we- don't use menstrual cups because I'm <laughs> single. <laughs> I was going to say, but also we don't technically need that we are self-sufficient we can do this all ourselves yeah you just you just postmates that shit exactly you're like task rabbit i i do have a menstrual cup stuck inside no, me no, come inside on me. over i need someone with small hands small hands oh, preferred Gender doesn't matter just small hands is key yikes <laughs> yikes anyway thanks for your phone calls if you thanks have a story or a question or an 
or an anecdote. Sure. Or a, why you cried. A why you cried. An opinion, yes. a question, a concern. Bled. A concern. Yeah. yeah. Um, a correction. We've never had a correction, and I know we've got things wrong. Oh, oh my God. God. Please <laughs> call in with correct. We should do a whole episode of yes, corrections. corrections. Um, my bad. 9106 <laughs> uterus is our, is our phone number, so definitely call us. Call, call uh, us. Call uterus. That was nice. Thank you. That's cute. You've heard us rant about the various menstrual products that give us grief when we're active. Whether we're riding our bikes, doing yoga, camping, Meg D, <laughs> or watching Netflix in bed. That's why we're really excited about Flow to Freedom workout wear. Flow to Freedom wanted to create awareness around periods while giving bleeders peace of mind around leakage. So they created yoga pants and shorts with patent-pending leak-proof material that holds two tampons worth of liquid. Not only do they make your butt look nice. <laughs> noise. It's, it's, noise. It's noise. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let's take that back. Not only do they make your butt look noise, but their classic look is for every day. So rock them at work, while running errands, and at the gym. Our fave part, besides preventing us from bleeding everywhere, is that approximately six plastic bottles go into the making of each pair, along with other eco-friendly materials. And they're ethically made in Canada. We love a good sustainability story. And our listeners are in for a treat. Use the code ViciousBleeders to receive 15% off your entire order. That's V-I-C-I-O-U-S-B-L-E-E-D-E-R-S. Vicious bleeders. So go to flowtofreedom.com. That's flow number two freedom.com to check out their shop and stop bleeding all over yoga class. Come on. Keep calm and bleed in your flow to freedoms. Oh, that's nice. Love it. Well, are you all ready for some bleed search? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We've been wanting to do this for a while. We've been talking yes. about it forever and a day. Yes. <clears throat> Should well, we sing our song? Yeah. Bleed search is all I ever wanted. Bleed search, have to pledge We're diving into PMS and period craving. 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 Oh, wow. Wow. Drink some water. Meg's 85 year old grandfather just walked My esophagus is just tumbleweeds. And I have a cough, and you're exacerbating my cough, Meg. Could you please? I'm so sorry. We're also oh, no. just a mess from all the jet lag. Yes, it's, we're all. This is a and disaster I have no of an excuse. episode. Meg has jet lag by proxy. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I've I've whiplash from this fucking country. Yeah, yeah I mean, what I have. That's a hundred percent fair. Um, okay, we're talking cravings today, um, and this is something we've talked about since like, I mean, the earliest of episodes. Yeah. Um, and uh, something I did. Oh, hi. Um, is to kick off the episode, I poached a question. You poached? I poached. Posed. Is I, that what you're saying? You po- you posted oh, you or you posed? I piced a question. You shorned. I shant and I shorned. Um, I posed a question <laughs> to uh, our um, listeners and our blowers, um to see what kind of things they crave on while they're PMSing or um, on their period. So I was just going to read through the list of what people responded. You'll hear um, plenty of uh, repeats, but we've got chocolate, Mm. beans and lentils. Ooh, okay, Okay. fancy. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Chips, french fries, potato, anything. That's what I'm talking about. Um, We got a hay vicious cycle, all the Del Taco, 
Ooh. Good for okay. you. Kate's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's French fries. So good. Uh, our good friend of the pod, Gabby, says dark chocolate or miso soup. It's so interesting. Yeah. It's very salty. Yeah. Like sodium. A, yeah. 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 Um, a random mysterious person said, Cheetos, all the exclamation points. That was a man. It was Kate. I'm just kidding. It was Kate. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I wrote that. I feel like it would, like if a man was trying to infiltrate things. <laughs> Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> um, anything with chocolate, also wine and vodka. I heard that. Yeah. Fajitas or tacos with lots of cheese on yes. it. Yeah. I would eat all it's of it. It's funny because this is also like hangover food. Yes. yes. It's yeah. so true. <laughs> exactly. Pancakes and mint chocolate. Yeah. Mint chocolate. Together. Together. That sounds great. Very much be into that. Um, and uh, so this one says <laughs> first, first time cheap like party tub vanilla ice cream with Hershey's chocolate syrup on top. Oh my God. That sounds I don't know if that means it was their first time they ever had cravings or maybe oh, okay. if it was a first time brand. Either way, cheapo. Oh, vanilla it is ice first cream. time brand. Isn't that like Ralph's ice cream? Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or like um, Smart and Final. Mm. First time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know yes. So like like ice cream social, the shit that your mom yeah. buys. Sure. Yes. Yes. It was, we were a family of seven. We always had the gallon tub. Sure. Of either rainbow sherbet or. Um, sherbet? Sherbet. Sherbert. Sherbert. No. Yeah. No. Wait, what? Not sherbet. Taken. It's not sherbet. Taken. Sherbet. Are you joking? <laughs> sherbet. Sorbet. Sherbet. No. Sorbet. No. It's sherbet. Sure. There's an R there for a reason. Why? Sherbet. Why? What's the, why the R? Sherbert. <laughs> Sherbert? No. <laughs> Sherbert. Is this a joke? Sherbet? Is this a sick joke? Sherbet. Sherbet? It's not a cartoon character. Sherbet? Oh, we'll get to God. the bottom of that later. No, I'm going to Google it right now for you. Sherbert. Oh my God! Sherbet. I'm sorry, but like that doesn't even—that's not even a Minnesota ism. Oh my God. That makes sense. All I'm seeing is sherbet. Oh my God! There is a sherbet. Wait! Oh. Oh. Wait! Hold on. Okay. I'm getting my Hold glasses on. on. Hold on! <laughs> Hold on! Hold on! Popsugar.com has an article called "Are Sorbet, Sherbert, and Sherbet what? the Same Thing?" What? This is one of those Mandela effect things. It might be. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Hold on. What is sherbet? <laughs> sherbet, which is alternatively spelled sherbet. Is it though? Is a frozen fruit and dairy product that contains anywhere from one to 2% milk fat. Anything. Uh, okay. I guess it is so the same thing. So we're all correct. No, but um, I think I'm more correct. No, <laughs> no, no ma'am. No, no ma'am. But no, this ma'am. like sherbet also spelled sherbert. No, stop saying <laughs> sherbert. It's not. No one's ever pronounced it like that. <laughs> Shabert? Like, who are you? Shabert? <laughs> I'm friends with Lacey Shabert. <laughs> it's pronounced Shabert. Okay, wow. Thank you so much for this research. That concludes our episode. And Fien. Um, I'm sorry. Sh- I, sherbet? No, it's I can't. I can't. I guess we're all correct. <laughs> wow, that's your takeaway. Okay. Oh, my God. Um... Anyways, those are Um, Can I add one that I also have? So I I was going to say, now let's share what our personal um, cravings are. So for sure Cheetos, but specifically uh, the jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. 
And are those of Barbara's or does so Bar- so Cheeto brand Cheeto do brand a jalapeno. has a jalapeno cheddar. It's oh. their rarest find. Okay, but oh. I do like the Whole Foods jalapeno cheddar yep. Cheetos knockoff that says it's like organic and healthy, but it's totally not. It's not. Also, um, it's not spicy at all, but it has a nice. It's tang. got a kick. It's yeah. got a, a smoky kick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say my biggest like meal craving that I ha- often have is like. A, a a bagel egg sandwich for breakfast. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. With cheese and like ham and egg. Nice. Cool. Yeah, for me, I think it varies. I think it's just like snacky foods and then alternating between sweet and savory. Mm-hmm. So like ah. chocolate or like those little um, wafers with like cream in the middle oh yeah um the like crunchy german the little, wafers the little square ones or the long the ones? long skinny ones quadronis or whatever yeah like yeah the yeah, yeah. Which I think oh the little square they're so good so too. good um so like alternating between that and chips i think it's just like eating everything inside. yeah um but also like a burger mm-hmm. which you're a vegetarian yeah so um i know that's weird yeah. what do you do I mean, Impossible Burgers taste like they're burgers. pretty. It's weird. They're pretty re- yeah. uh, real. Yeah. Um, mine is also burger. Yeah. Like I typically don't have a lot of strong PMS symptoms and I don't have a ton of cravings when I'm actually bleeding. And when I feel like I, I feel like I look pale, even though I typically don't look pale that that feeling. I'm like, I need a burger now mm-hmm. um, or like steak, red meat. Yeah. That's kind of the only thing I crave. Yeah. Yeah. Lately, I've been like ravenous, like mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, I wake up hungry and I, Ooh. yeah, it's weird. It's like the last couple cycles have been just like, not only am I craving like salty and carby foods, but also just like, I'm always hungry. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Sherbet? Sherbet? <laughs> Sherbet. I'll never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you said it with so much confidence. Yeah. Sherbet. Oh, stop it. <laughs> it's it's so it's much. Not <laughs> well, I thought maybe I'd get into the science. Yay. Behind oh, cravings. Yay. <clears throat> Thing I've always wanted to know. Now, to be fair, uh, full disclosure, there's not a ton out there because I think widely uh it is just assumed that we're crazy. Mm, sure. Um and there's some science as to why we might be crazy. God, I love that there's money money towards research to prove that we're crazy, but not to prove that like cravings are real. Leaders be tripping. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, I have some information from popular science. Heard of it? Oh boy, no, I haven't. (laughs) Pop side. Pop side, they're reputable. Um, And so I kind of uh, condensed some of their article into a nice bite-sized bit. Food cravings are up there with the most commonly reported behavioral PMS symptoms, along with mood swings, irritability, anxiety and tension, and sad or depressed mood. Mm. Research data confirm women tend to eat more during the luteal phase of the menstrual cycle. Remind us what that is. That's the second half. Okay. um, Compared to the follicular phase that leads up to ovulation. Got it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So not so much craving while we're on our period, but leading up to it. And not while we're leading up to ovulation, but once we're kind of at ovulation and past it, we're craving more food. That checks out for me. Yeah, same. Researchers aren't exactly sure where these food cravings come from, but there are several leading theories. 
One idea is that women are unconsciously using food as a pharmacological therapy. Mm. Many studies show that women in their luteal phase, second half, crave more carbohydrates compared to during their follicular phase. And eating curbs... (laughs) (laughs) Meg, it's carbs. It's carbs. Curbs. (laughs) Minnesota needs to be a part of Canada. This is enough. I was working so hard to read well. <laughs> you were working so hard? Heard. I was working for the herd. Curves. Guys. Like Cernwurches. <laughs> um anyways, eating carbs turns up levels of serotonin. Mm. A, yeah. A neurotransmitter in the central nervous system. Which contributes to a general sense of well-being and happiness. So we feel better after we have carbs. Yeah. And that explains my life. God, me too. Yeah. Yeah. That checks out. Um, And then another possible explanation for food cravings suggests that women intentionally turn to food for physical and psychological comfort. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) You truth teller. Also, no fucking duh. (laughs) No shit. Welcome to our our Have you met other women? women. (laughs) So they're saying that when we feel bad, we turn to food. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much that we It's therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of our comfort But also, But also like... Our body is going through a lot. Like we're taught, we're legitimately exhausted because we are excreting blood from our body. Like yes. we're legitimately we're like, but we're not yet in this, in this part of the, we're getting ready for it. Yes. And I think part of this, so that in particular, was talking about PMS cravings. Got it. But this is also about the cravings we have while we're on our while period. While we're on our period. Yeah. Which is like, you're legitimately losing iron. Right. Like right. Yeah. there has to be some sort of science to yeah. support that. I couldn't find it because I had that same thought. I was yeah. like, let's talk about the stuff we crave while we're also on our period. Right. And there wasn't a ton that's like, so there's some here, um, which I will dive into. Uh, this is from Women's Health. Um, the article is why you have food cravings on your period. There are also physical explanations for the craving. Roth notes that chocolate, specifically cocoa, is high in magnesium, which your body typically runs low on mm. when you're premenstrual. Okay. Oh. Um, and then it says, just make sure you're going for dark chocolate versus milk chocolate. And I thought this was some shady, like, because of those calories, ladies. But actually, it says, which doesn't have the nutrients that will appropriately curb your craving, she says. Wait, well, so, so milk chocolate won't curb your cravings. Supposedly, yeah. I think because that's like a it's more addicting. Yeah. Sugary. And it's like an emptier um, fuel. Mm-hmm. But also, I think it has less magnesium. OK. Um, craving unusual things like ice chips or dirt. You. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just did anyone case. write that in the Instagram? <laughs> no one what? said that, but I was looking for it. Um, if if you're having some weird ass cravings what uh that you are associating with your pms or period you should probably talk to a doctor because that could be a sign of anemia or another underlying issue if you're craving dirt Dirt. go to a doctor yes which and that's a thing though like there are it's like known that women at a certain point because of this deficiency they crave clay or dirt and they eat it from outside. I feel like there was a TLC show about yeah. those people's what? weird cravings. People would eat chalk and stuff. Yeah. They're eating dirt because they're they're anemic? Potentially. I couldn't tell if the anemia thing was related to the dirt or the ice chips. But probably the dirt. Because yeah. it's iron deficiency. Oh. Yeah. What the hell? Has anyone here eaten dirt? Please call us. Please call, yeah, call us. Call us. Let us know. Uterus. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah. So, when I was looking up, like, iron... Like 
because I think what they say is that you don't lose enough iron to merit like eating 100 ounces of red meat. Sure. You know? But and so I think they kind of keep leaning towards this idea that this is all psychological. Mm-hmm. Um, and to a point, I think it is like at this point, I don't necessarily like have that feeling of my body needs a burger. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in that place where I'm like, I have mm. cramps, it's my heaviest day and I'm just not feeling good. I'm like, a burger sounds great because yeah. it's going to give me yeah. like a protein kick. Yeah. An iron a cur- kick. A curb kick. A curb kick. Got to get those curbs. But I genuinely feel ravenous before my period. Mm. Right. Not during my period, but like right, like the the four days before I'm like starving. Like, That's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, because to me, when you're in pain, your body is tired and you yeah. need mm-hmm. supplements to help with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think so. And so for, and like for me, my PMS really doesn't like trigger much and I'm not very snacky. Um, I'm just emotional. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's definitely like different per people's bodies. Mm-hmm. And per cycle. Like I, per, it's yeah. been yes. a minute since I've had one of those yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. But also I feel like a part of what really stuck out to me was like, once again, they're, they still haven't done any research into like hormones and how hormones affects our bodies and how those could actually play like a real role in like the things we crave and what they might actually be like telling us. Because they say like when you have a food craving, it's typically somehow related to uh, unless it's like straight up like I'm craving Sour Patch Kids. There's not much nutrients you're going to get out of Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. But if you're craving a burger, there's probably a part of your body that's like, hey, we need some protein. Hey, we need right, some iron. Right, you right. know, um, I do crave Sour Patch Kids, too. Sometimes. Oh, all the time. <clears throat> My work just got rid of them. It's what? actually it's a blessing. It's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I cited this article before. I forgot to write down which one it is. Shit. Um, I've recited this article before. I think it was during the PMS episode. Mm-hmm. The one was, written by a man. By back, a man. That was like, is it when? real? Yes. Oh, it's boy. the same article. Okay. Um, Go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. By the way. Episode. yeah. Check out the PMS episode. It's a really great precursor to this episode. Yeah. Um, but again, I think this is an interesting thing to think about um, because what he proposes is that PMS is actually a cultural syndrome mm-hmm. and not like a body syndrome. And uh, and so based on studies that were global, um, a lot of studies found that women globally didn't necessarily crave any sort of food at a certain time in their cycle. And it was really kind of specific to American women who craved chocolate when they were PMSing or on their period. And so, so another article had claimed maybe that this is because we're so diet conscious and we have this idea of what good foods and bad foods are mm. so if there's a time where we're like indulging in chocolate that we have to like have an excuse like oh well it's because i'm going through something uh it's like my body is forcing me to eat chocolate interesting like, that is kind of yeah. interesting wow. that we kind of have a fucked up view of food yeah. sometimes and like you well, know lately i've been thinking that's so really interesting i i was on recently on hasn't aired yet and it might i don't know when it's airing but i was a guest on a radiotopia podcast called adultish about oh, yeah. periods um I, ha- I don't know if it, when it's airing but i'll definitely let the listeners know they did an episode on periods and one of the pre the questions that they asked me ahead of time which i don't think they actually asked me on the air but it was like think about this as an answer it was what superpower do you think your period gives you and i had a really good answer for it and they didn't ask me on the air but i'll tell you now is that i think my period lets me allows me to forgive myself 
for eating a lot or feeling cranky or whatever because you guys all know that I've had like a I had like in my adolescence I had like a weird relationship with food and exercise and had like a mini eating disorder and I think 16 years later or whatever it is when I'm hungry I eat and that was something that just never I didn't do in like the year Mm -hmm. or two that I had this eating disorder so like allowing myself to indulge because my body's asking for it or allow myself to cry because my body needs to or allow myself to hunker down under the covers because I feel sad like that's I feel like a superpower that my that my period gives me so I love that I love that we need to take maybe that should be one of our questions to our bliss to our VIPs yeah I just like yeah and I so I think yes that I can see that like culturally we have a really weird thing with food in the west um and I, yeah, I can see that being like, you know what? I'm going to allow myself to eat this like cheesy ass bagel because I need it right now. Yeah. Um, and But I truly don't feel that way on the rest of my cycle. It really yeah. is the couple of mm-hmm. days leading up to right. it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think Not that I don't indulge other times in my cycle, but I no. really feel like I'm like, this is why I, I crave this. Yeah. yeah. Long story short, I don't think we're crazy. I think yeah. there just hasn't been enough research. Yeah. I think that's true. But I do think, yeah. Just I, in yeah. history, this tends to be the case. Yeah. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. People that's call us crazy true. and then typically like reasons come up as to why we feel a certain mm-hmm. way. Right. Yeah. And I think it's true. Like I think you have, you experience true legitimate cravings. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like, I think that's, there is like a real biological reason why it's happening. Yeah. And I, it has to be hormone related. Yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah. It has to. Yeah, because on those certain days, I think I just feel maybe it's feelings of exhaustion that I just want to like buy foods that are easy to eat quickly and go to sleep. But like it doesn't feel emotional. Like it feels mm-hmm. like a mix between the mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Physical and emotional. And maybe there is something you mentioned anxiety, like the mm-hmm. anxiety that your period is coming. So there's a sense yeah. of like I got to oh, stock up yeah, yeah, and I yeah. got to like prepare myself. That makes right. Sense. Yeah. yeah. And it's fascinating. Yeah. And it's like we're we're uncomfortable on our periods. So we are comforting ourselves. Yeah. Like we have to yeah. do it however we can. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't always. It's funny because I'm sometimes resistant to taking um, pain meds. Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of a mental block sometimes. Or mm-hmm. I'll like be in bed with cramps. And I'm like, uh, and sometimes I'll put a heating pad on. But I don't always just get up and take ibuprofen, mm-hmm. which I know will probably work the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's something about the way I comfort myself that's like, heat food tea like that's just yeah. very comforting to me yeah. yeah yeah let's go do all those things right now okay sounds nice <laughs> i love it um so honestly that's kind of where i ended with my research for cool. cravings there just like wasn't like a ton um i had like all sorts of uh what i was hoping this episode would be would be like what do people in other countries crave mm. like what's like specific about america versus like asia and europe mm. and africa um, but there just wasn't that much. And part of me wonders if it's because we are much more comfortable talking about this. Like mm-hmm. maybe we're at the forefront of like yeah. openly talking and writing about it or if it is a cultural syndrome. Um, so I had to improvise. Uh, oh, wait, one thing also, sorry, before you do that, um, I also remember in that Slate article from that guy, mm-hmm. he said that there was in China women reported that they didn't experience any sort of PMS. Yeah. And he and the, the thought was like, is it because there isn't PMS or because they aren't openly talking about it about in their culture. Pain. And right. About pain. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's just, it's all, it's all connected. I all want connected. to travel the world and ask women these fucking questions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because now, how awesome would that be? Yeah. It'd be fun and 
so fucking educational Mm -hmm. i think that's so fascinating fascinating the idea that like we have so many hang-ups about food that it's it's cultural and that other women are like no i eat that shit all the time yeah Yeah. no one gives me side women in spain are like i eat chocolate when i want to eat chocolate right yeah um it's really interesting and this reminds me of when meg's sister came and chatted with us which maybe you'll eventually hear um but meg's sister lived in a matriarchal society in china yeah and she said they never talked about periods mm. which is wild yeah right yeah. that even in a community run by women it was never discussed yeah that is fascinating to me um so yeah so since there wasn't like a ton to like deep dive into um i thought uh, I did find this article about um, celebrity food cravings. Um, okay. So I made just a quick little quiz. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, can we win something? Cash and prizes? Can we win chocolate? Um, you can win the rest of this bag <gasps> of Barbara's Cheese Puff Jalapeno. Yeah. Oh Winner gets God. the rest of the Cheetos. Okay, great. Okay. So I'm going to need your help. So the name of this game is Who's Eating This Trash? And so, um, uh, so what I'm hoping is that oh, I was not expecting <laughs> when it's time, uh, you'll help me say like, who's, who's eating this trash? trash. Great, great, great. <clears throat> Listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we have a great game. We've got two competitors here, uh, very worthy rivals. It's Kate and Meg Hayes. Hey there. Hi, great to be here. And they're here <laughs> to ask the age old question. Who's eating this trash? All right. So, for 100 points. Okay. First question. This singer craves a cup of noodles after a long day's work, 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 work. Who is that singer? Ding. Oh, yeah. We have to have buzz. (laughs) I said ding. You said buzz. Okay. Ding. Buzz. Buzz. Okay. I heard a, I heard a ding from Kate. Um, Rihanna. That is correct. Impressive. Damn it. Question two. There's five questions. Oh, God. Okay. When this actor isn't putting semen in her hair, she says she likes to eat cold fried chicken over the trash. Ding, 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 ding. I would like to wait until the end of the question. (laughs) Ding. Meg is too upset. She doesn't know who to even buzz. I, a semen in her hair? It's Cameron Diaz. That is oh correct. Oh my God. I was like, this can't mean what I think it means. <laughs> it means exactly Jesus what Christ. it is. That's exactly what I was what like, it is. the Navy? Like, I, <laughs> like, they have a naval officer in their hair? Like, this can't possibly be jizz. But it was. So that's right. So Cameron Diaz likes to eat cold fried chicken over the trash. Because she's from Long Beach, baby. <laughs> That's how we do in Long Beach. <laughs> Question three. When not with her ethically questionable QB husband, this model enjoys Dunkin' Donuts munchkins, which are mini donuts, which don't even really count. How dare her? <laughs> Giselle Bunchen. That is correct. Okay. Two to one. Wait, I didn't even, I was so excited to answer. What was it again that she eats? She eats Dunkin' Donuts munchkins. And her quote about it was, they're so tiny. It's a guilty pleasure. They're so tiny. They're so tiny. Apparently <laughs> she's <laughs> German. Tiny. Oh, so yeah, she's tiny. Brazilian, she's right? Brazilian. She's so tiny. <laughs> but she must be of German descent. Probably. Right? Um, That's so funny. Oh, my God. <clears throat> question four. 
When this Quantico actress was asked about the food she craves, she replied, Buffalo wings, pepperoni pizza, a double-double cheeseburger animal style, steak, 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 and more steak. What is the name of this actress and my new best friend? I don't know what Quantico is. I also, know. I yeah. bet you a hundred bazillion dollars. This is a really skinny actress. It's like, I eat whatever of I course. want. She actually, the follow up to that quote is God blessed me with a great metabolism and I won't let him down. Okay, Something can you like give that. Us another- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, another, another money. hint to yeah. who this actress is. I don't know what Quantico is. She's married to Nick Jonas. <gasps> Ding. Oh, <laughs> um, God damn it. Um, um, do you have the name? Um, Priyanka Chopra. That Damn is it! Correct! Shit! So Kate is officially the winner, but we still have to ask the fifth question. Okay. Meg, you could still get second place. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Fifth and final question. Oh my god, Priyanka Chopra is like basically Megan, um, Megan Markle. Like she's like on a mm. weird USA show and then like married way up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, of course, Quantico. Of course. <laughs> Suits. Yeah. Well known <laughs> shows that people watch. I know. Yes. Like yes. no one has seen reputable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fifth and final question. This tabloid regular has a hankering for home when it comes to her food cravings, claiming she joneses for crawfish. Gee, sounds like she's pretty lucky. As long as those crawfish Buzz. aren't Sting. toxic oh, no. <laughs> or fished by people who say things like, I'm a slave for you. Did you write these I questions? Did. I did. You did? <laughs> I didn't realize that until now. What's I the answer? this is legitimately from Cosmo. No, th- this is a... I, I pulled is this a the info original? L. These were um, L confessions, and I turned them into fun Well, questions. what's the answer? Brittany Lynn Spears. Okay. That is correct. Um, Kate, I'll take the bag. Kate wins with 300 points, and Meg a close second with 200 points. Thank well played, you. ladies. This has been Who's Eating That Trash? <laughs> That was awesome. That was a great quiz. That was so fun. Thank you. Um, it was really fun to do it with you. I was really excited. Um, and th- I have just one more thing. Okay. It's not, I can't say it's a surprise song because it's not new we to you. We do know about it. But. It's a surprise to the listeners. It is a surprise to y'all at home. Um, for Vicious Cycle, the musical, uh, I crafted a little ditty about uh, weird cravings. And I thought I would perform it. Yay. Yay! On this episode. Yeah. So here is that song. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a bad, bad girl. I ate bugles with my delicate hand. And then I baked that squirrel With a wine reduction sauce that I made in a pan Oh, don't tell me not to eat it Because I did, and then I ate a big old snake (laughs) I've come to you, cause I know you have cheesy goo And I want it all over my face what I need is a big old grill Cause I'm craving some big A 
cow or wildebeest or pig or a few more chubby squirrels because this period is gonna suck. Thank you. Oh, so good. (laughs) So flipping good. Uh, Chubby squirrel. (laughs) you quoted my favorite parts yeah (laughs) we looked at each other and didn't say the same thing (laughs) that was great thanks man the cravings yeah and the thing is i I didn't get into pregnancy cravings because i feel like we've got some mamas who can talk about it oh yeah we can yeah cool well why did i cry this week cry this week Nobody's supposed to be here when I talk about why I cried this week. Why she cried. I mean, mine's super depressing. I won't go too much into it. I just felt super, uh, so many complicated feelings about the passing of Kobe Bryant. Mm -hmm. Um... And it's super complicated and sad for many different reasons. Um, so that was kind of a little bit of a lonely feeling for me. Sure. Um, but of course, it's like tragic for many reasons. So that's why I cried. And uh, to get over it, I used smelly lotions and I took a bath and I turned out like I turned off all the lights except for lamps and I watched the, tr- the thrilling adventures of Sabrina. Okay. That's the new one on Netflix? Yeah. Good. I like it. Cool. It's cheesy and also kind of horror and also apparently based on Archie comic characters, oh, which wow. I didn't oh, realize. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, me neither. Um, Archie so it's just really like, making a comeback. There's one episode. <laughs> I, I mean, I typically do like it, but there's one episode where she's like at the witch school and she's, of course, um, going to like a choir rehearsal and they're like, um, Sabrina, can you like sing a couple of bars so we know where to place you? And um, she sings the most mediocre <laughs> acapella I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and then everyone had to act like, wow. Wow. She's wow, really Sophia, good. I guess she you have your work cut out for you. And I'm like, <laughs> I 100 percent know that that actress has a better voice than the wo- the young girl that just sang. It's so mediocre. It's just like Satan loves us. Satan wins us. I'm like, why wow. put it in the script if you know that this is what's gonna come out of it? That's so funny. You know how she sings. It's not gonna get a whole lot better. It's what and acapella. Like, yeah. if you have the cojones to sing acapella, you better be fucking good. Yeah. This is why I struggled to sing in public. Because I'm not at my level. <laughs> I'm not at my own level. Standards are not reached. My standards are so much higher than what I can perform. <laughs> okay, well, here's why I cried. Uh, also Netflix related. Cheer. My God. Oh, wow. oh God. Yeah. My God. I was, that show gave me so much anxiety. Yes. More than, more than really? tears. Oh, my God. I, it was like my heart was racing by Daytona. Because you yes. didn't want anyone to get hurt. I just wanted them to win. Yeah. Sure. So I had the same thing. Uh, So episode one, I was like, I, I, you know, I don't know. Like, this seems like a whole lot of uh, pressure to put on some junior college kids. Um, But uh, by episode two, which I watched at an airport waiting for my international flight, um, you get some backstory into the character of Jerry. And mm. I died. Yeah. yeah. I'm dead now. Yeah. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and then 
like it's I don't know like if they interviewed a bunch of different like cheerleading camps and then went with the one with the most comp- compelling characters but like that character he he delivers throughout the entire yeah, season he's brilliant. yeah like and then by the end and then by the end you're like so connected to like this team um and like the coach I never totally like every so often you're like oh that's great but for the most part you're like these kids are regularly getting hurt and like and putting themselves out there like it's just so hard and like she doesn't always like show emotion but you're like you're putting them in danger and like I have complicated thoughts about Monica yes Mm, Monica's a complicated figure who I think is really lauded and I'm like I don't know she needs to be lauded Jerry does yeah Jerry should be like getting the medal of honor and not rush Limbaugh yeah Mm -hmm. I cried basically (sighs) every time Jerry was on screen yeah because I love him um and all their stories but jerry jerry i cried because of jerry oh i love it yeah uh one thing i thought throughout the whole show is how stressful these girls were their like routines were and how stressful it is and how much they cried they they like you know would go away to cry i'm like what happens when they're pmsing oh my god i I was just talking about their periods like the whole time yes i know (laughs) um Maybe the stress like prevented their periods. I mean, hopefully yeah, they weren't getting their period. Well, yeah. that's not, I don't know. I cried yes. at um, the Super Bowl performance. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Yeah. I and, still haven't and seen I, it. I had watched. Shakira we'll watch it after this. Forever. Here, actually, unpopular opinion. I thought Shakira was like going seventy percent. Really? Yeah. I because so all day we had been hearing about it. We were shooting all day. Maybe it was. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't really watch it until I got home after a day of shooting in Thailand. And so I finally sat down and watched it and it blew my mind and I just like was so brought to tears incredible. just by like yeah. powerful it was. Yeah. But I actually, I actually thought Shakira went like half, half. Really? Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Just with like with her dancing and I don't know, like she was still great. But she was I, but so good. J-Lo brought it. Mm. Really? Because I I feel like the opinion is that Shakira was fucking amazing huh. and like. Okay, well we should watch it. I mean, opinion. again, we don't need to compare women. They were both no. great. No, they were both Agreed. great and I wouldn't yeah. put, Agreed. yeah, I, was yeah. Just, I just expected from a live Shakira performance like a, a little more oomph okay than i got but i okay. love it. when she started singing waka waka hey hey oh we've talked about how that song makes I know. me cry i know yeah, i just got chills this. i just got chills with you saying waka waka i'm like hey hey <laughs> it was so such a beautiful yeah, performance. It really was. i was gonna say why i cried part two um is on my international flight i watched hustlers and i cried at like j-lo's power yeah oh, i was just like we are so lucky like she just force. walks into the the strip club with like some fur just like feeling like looking super like boss and i cried i was just like <laughs> she's just she's, really, she's got her lucky power to she knows her. where her power is like <laughs> she yeah. is the best dude listeners thank you so much for listening to our episode please follow us on instagram at vicious echo podcast and call our hotline 9106 uterus and stay tuned next wednesday we will be interviewing the hilarious and talented Irene too. That's right. She's a comedian based in Los Angeles. She was up in San Francisco for Sketchfest, so we got her in front of a microphone and talked all things comedy, periods, uh, Chinese remedies for periods, <laughs> which was awesome. And we just had a lot of fun. So make sure you tune in next week. And in the meantime, keep calm and, and eat everything. everything.
Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.